Hello, welcome to another episode of Basically Gen Z. This is Katie. This is Ellie. And today's episode is going to be about travel because both Ellie and I miss traveling. and A lot. Yeah. Okay, maybe Ellie misses it more than me. I'm more of a home person, but I also like traveling. And um, COVID has definitely put like a big dampener on things, but we're going to reminisce and talk about our prior travel experiences and maybe at the end we'll talk about where we want to go next sometime mm -hmm. in the future so i don't travel like personally i do not travel all that much um most of my travel experiences are literally from LA lax to hong kong international airport when we go when my family we sometimes go back to asia in the summers to visit family and stuff and then um from lax to boston for my school and then occasionally we'll take like vacations to hawaii or whatever but um I have very limited experience in like airports and stuff. Mm. And you have, but, mm -hmm. so I know um, sometimes with airports, there are delays and have you ever experienced anything like that? Or when some people, so I've heard stories about how people, like crazy stories of how people were like late for their flight or they had to rush all the way across airport to get to the gate because somehow they misread something or there was a delay and they were late for their flight. Um. Okay. My mom's one of those like super planners. So we're always at the airport hella early. But there was mm -hmm. this one time when I was like just really sleepy. So I wasn't paying attention to the time because usually I like I'm like the time watcher for my mom when she's like shopping or whatever. And I guess she got sidetracked shopping in like the airport until like um, I guess we were like the last ones to board because we heard our names on the intercom and we're like oh wait a second God, wow yeah like so much for like arriving at the airport literally like three hours before the boarding time and then we like we checked in and not checked in what's it called like we went through what's what's the customs? thing that they customs yeah we went through customs and everything and we we're all good and we still managed to be the last people on the plane oh my gosh speaking of which i remember one time so I've had a lot of different travel experiences, but then, and also I've been to a lot of different airports, but there's this one airport that so far I haven't had any great experiences. And that is SFO, San Francisco uh, airport. And so the first time that I had, I don't remember, I don't know if they're in order. So this trip was from LAX to SFO and then it transferred mm -hmm. at SFO towards Singapore. And so I'm not, I don't know why, like why when you transfer at SFO, even though it's a domestic transfer, you had to, for us, we had to recheck in our bags and they had to re-inspect our bags and not just us, but the entire flight and also like other people behind us. So then that caused a huge delay because the lines were so long and I don't know why, but we were waiting in line for so, so long. And um, because of that, there's also another group of Korean, of students from Korea who were on a school trip and we knew that they were like, they're probably like middle school age children and they were like sprinting past us because they also had their um like their baggage delayed and they had to rush to their next flight so that was not a good experience because the people around us and my mom were also getting super dizzy from waiting and the next one yeah and then the next one was when we went from hong kong transferred to incheon airport in seoul and then going to sfo so san francisco so our one of our flights got delayed and when we so the flight going to Incheon airport was delayed and so we when we exited the gate there was already like an airport staff person holding up a sign with our names like oh um like the passenger who and who and then for this flight so we were like oh my gosh we're super late and so we had to okay the worst thing is that usually when well this is like something that could be improved and i'll talk about that later but so we had to i was carrying like a carry-on baggage and we had to run i don't know how long but it was at least five minutes running and so i was carrying this 
heavy carry-on baggage up the slow moving escalator so i was like oh my god my arms are dying my legs are dying my back is dying and then i was like ah and people were like staring at us but i don't care because we were late for that flight and we it was like the last the final call final boarding call so we had to get on that flight and so we finally arrived and uh, my mom and i were the last ones to board the plane and like seriously right when we boarded the plane and got into our seats they closed the the, the airplane door and they were they were getting for they were getting ready for like moving the flight and stuff the plane oh and um so that was an experience we were like huffing and puffing and because i was so frustrated with the the, the bag that i was like tossing and turning when i was running i almost cried <laughs> like, i don't know i was like oh like overwhelmed I mean, it doesn't sound too crazy, but at that time, it was very crazy. And <laughs> that just reminded me of something, but you can finish your story. Okay. And looking back, something that uh, as passengers that my mom and I could have done better was when we knew that our flight was delayed, we could possibly have like, um, since once our flight was like cleared to for passengers to get off the plane, we didn't let the pl flight attendants know that we already had like a transfer that we wanted to get to. So mm -hmm. to Anyone, anyone listening, let's say if your flight is delayed and you have a transfer flight coming up, please let the flight attendants know so they can give you priority um, disembarkation. So that like saves you a lot of time. So you don't have to wait for everyone to get off the plane. And also the staff who was waiting there at Incheon Airport could have also prepared one of those like carts. I think they're called electric passenger transport carts where it's kind of like a mini golf cart or something where they can drive passengers to the gate. And first of all, it saves time and the passenger doesn't have to run across the airport to get to the gate. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Okay. When you yeah, when you're talking about like basically like running and stuff, um, that made me think of that just made me think of this one time when we were in Hong Kong and we got off the airport, but the airplane landed at like a branch of the airport that was far away from like the main place that you get picked up. So mm -hmm. like we had to like take a few trains. You know what I mean? Like we had to take like yeah, yeah. a subway to the main thing and whatever. Yeah. And then for some reason we thought that we missed our like stop because we were all tired. So we yeah. thought we missed our stop and then like I started panicking because I was like, wait a second, we missed it and like how do we get off or whatever. But like it turns out we didn't miss it. But I was so scared at that time that I started like crying. Oh my god. And my mom was like, oh. like, huh? And then because I thought it was like just like I didn't know okay, I have very limited experience with like subways. So I didn't know like where they go if you miss your stop. You know what I mean? Like it just keeps going forever in my head. I thought that was what it did. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, oh, I, ne I never found out like the pathway of it either. I should probably look it up later, but like, I was just like, wait, if we missed it, then like we missed it. And then like, how are we going to go back? And yeah, I got, I got really overwhelmed and I, I started crying and yeah. And also it was very hot and stuffy. Cause it's like, imagine like a regular American bus or American subway, but in Hong Kong, it's way more packed. Cause there's so many people and it was like hot. It was summer. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine sweating in here. And, oh. and trying to figure out what's going on with my brain overheating. I was like, oh my gosh, it's sweating here. My brain's overheating. I can't think. I can't breathe. I can't do anything. And also, this was before, <laughs> this was before like masks were a thing. So all the smells went into my nose and I can smell every person on that bus. Oh, not bus. That, like, I know describing it makes me grossed out. I'm so glad that I'm like not there anymore. But I was like, oh my gosh. And because I also really wanted to get off the, the shuttle, the car, whatever, really like fast. But I also found out through that that the rule of thumb is when everybody else gets off, you get off. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was panicking to my mom. I was like, wait a second. I thought that was our stop. But then, like, nobody got off, so it was still stuffy. And then she's like, no, it's not. But in my head, I was like, wait, that is. Probably, okay. Mm -hmm. I will also say that um, when they read off the stops, 
because they read it in Cantonese and then they read it in English. Or wait, I can't remember if they read it in Cantonese in first or in English first. Cantonese and then English and then Mandarin. I'm not too sure for oh. airports, but for the normal MTRs, they do that. Oh, I don't think I heard the Mandarin. I only, I think I only heard the Cantonese and the English, but I misunderstood both. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's how that went, and yeah. For some reason, I think I have a lot of feelings when it comes to airports and airplanes. Mm, okay. Like I, it's all the feelings start going. But yeah, that's oh, all. And I also wanted wanted to continue my story of that same trip. So, so the one from Hong Kong to Incheon and then to SFO. So the same trip after arriving at the San Francisco airport. Uh, so we were trying to get through customs, but the airport system was down. So nobody could go through customs, and everyone there. Oh, there were like more people, more flights coming in behind us, but there were we were there in line for at least three hours. Oh man! Like, just, but it was, of course, it's before COVID. But like, ah, so many people, and we were just there. People were sitting down. They're getting tired. They took naps. <laughs> They're all on their phones. But at least there was Wi-Fi, so that was good. Oh yeah. Okay. Wi-Fi makes everything pass faster. Yeah, but like still, don't as such a big airport such as SFO, don't, wouldn't you have like a backup system? Because if if your airport system is down, you have so many people coming from international places. Ah, that's why. SFO, SFO listening to our podcast, like. <laughs> I will say that I haven't had super, super, duper negative experiences in like any particular airport. But um, for I don't know if this is an airport in general thing or traveling with your parents thing. But um, sometimes <laughs> you know how they have options for you to check your bags in or stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, my mom didn't want to check our carry-on in, but the flight attendant, like before we boarded, she was like, "Oh, there's not enough space. You have to check it in." And my mom was like, "I don't want to check it in. Like, it was free to check it in, but like, my mom was like, "Oh, I don't want to check it in." I think she just didn't like to be told what to do. And also, like looking back, the those flight attendant people were low key like mean to mean to like us because there were other people and they didn't ask those people to like check in their bags. But like they asked us, and my mom was just like, "Huh, no." But yeah, that was that. Ooh, another cool travel story I remember is once we were in um, on vacation in Hawaii, and then um, my mom's friend invited us to like a brunch place at another hotel. Like we weren't staying at this hotel, but we went there for the brunch because mm-hmm. apparently it's like the best or whatever in that region. And then I literally saw Jeffrey Star getting food. Like I was like, "Holy oh shoot!" Gosh. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. And wow. I think I remember, okay, I think he was wearing a green Gucci like top, like it was a green Gucci like zip up top. And then, mm-hmm. dude, he's so skinny in person. <laughs> like you see him like on the screen, like if you watch his videos, he seems like really fit and skinny or whatever. But then when you yeah. see him in person, he's like tall and he's skinny and then you see his legs and they're literally like so skinny. Like they're, they're like chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying it's bad or good, but I was just so like sh- not shocked by his not shocked by his um like appearance but i was like whoa like you are like different and like so different in person but also so like unmistakably jeffree star mm, okay and also i didn't walk up to him because um he had like like i think at that time he was dating um nathan so i saw nathan too and i saw like some other people that like they low-key looked intimidating so i, I didn't go up but i saw mm, him okay. and i was like oh my god and then I was like, I said to my mom, like, I, I think I know now that we're in like a fancy place because like Jeffree Star goes here. Like we are in a oh, fancy okay. place. I was like, damn. But yeah, that was that was my, okay, he's not even my celebrity crush or anything like that. But I was kind of starstruck when I saw him. Oh, okay, I, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So when you're talking about his Gucci, is it, so it's a green zip up? Yeah, it's like one of those green zip up Gucci. It's like, it's a like dark green there, Gucci. Oh, dark and green, then okay. it's, yeah, it's dark green Gucci. And I think it had like, like Gucci um 
like the letters, like dark letters, like dark Gucci pattern on top of the dark green. Oh, okay. Can you visualize it? Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, if I find a picture, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna send it to you. Um, I'm pretty sure I've seen him wear that in videos or whatever before. But yeah, he just looks so skinny, okay. and like when he walked, he like walks like a like a siren, like the way a siren would walk. <laughs> okay. Like very graceful slash slender walk. Mm, okay. But yeah, I hope I hope I've described him well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about airport food for a second? Not airport food, airplane food for a second. Yes, airplane food. Um, you go first. Okay. I think my this is this is not even like an unpopular opinion, but I think the Asian airlines they do a way better job with the airplane food than most other airlines that I've been onto. Like that being said, I haven't been to many airlines, but um, like the Asian airlines. Um, they have really not really good, but like they have like good food that tastes good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also agree. <laughs> I agree. I haven't been on European airlines, but I have been on American, like American airlines, not just American, but Delta, United, all that, and Asian, um, and airlines that have Asian headquarters. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, I agree. So Korean Air, their bibimbap is super good. I really like it. So whenever they they offer it, I always get it, mm-hmm. um, and especially their the chili paste, the gochujang that comes in a tube that looks like a, a toothbrush or a toothpaste tube. Mm-hmm. That's also really good. Like, oh, it's... When I was younger, I couldn't eat a lot of spicy things. But that was one of the things that was really good, even though it's super spicy. Oh. But now I can eat a lot of spicy things. Oh my okay. gosh. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, anyways. <laughs> um, how about you? Like, what do you think? Oh, um, for, like, the Asian... Um... Like when you get soy sauce, I really like the packaging of the soy sauce that you can get on like planes with Asian headquarters. Um, I remember there's this one time I ordered, I think it was like dim sum. And then the soy sauce, the soy sauce, it came in this tube that was shaped like a fish. And then you like open. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. And then you like open the top and the cap is red. You open the, and that's like the fish's mouth. So you open, you like open off the top, the red part. And then you like squirt the soy sauce all over the dim sum. And it's like. When I was little, I just thought that was the coolest thing ever because I had never seen soy sauce packaging like that. Like, it's always, like, the rectangular, like, flat tubes that you have to tear off the top. Yeah. But then when I saw the little, like, fish things, I thought they were so cute. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to keep oh, it. that's cute. Yeah, I wanted to keep it because I was like, oh, I can refill it. But then um, I forgot that I wanted to keep it. And then I left the little soy sauce tube on the tray. And then the air- airplane people took it away. And I was like, I was so sad when they did that. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Another thing, um, you know how for international flights, you have like your, you get like two meals on it because the international mm-hmm. flight is yeah. like 10 hours long. But um, mm-hmm. usually I'm pretty sure you get like a dinner and then a breakfast. The breakfast on like international flights with Asian, like like um, like, like Cathay Pacific Airlines. Um, I like, I, re- I love the, con- the congee, the rice soup thing that they have for breakfast. Yes. So for people who don't know what congee is, it's just porridge. Yeah, it's like it's like oatmeal, but you make it with rice. Yeah, but it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. I, I can't stop ta- talking about it. I feel like I'm doing an ad for Cathay Pacific congee, but it's so good, <laughs> especially after you woke up or if you're in like the middle of a very long like movie marathon, you eat the congee and you watch your movie. It's like the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. And also, doesn't Cathay Pacific, they have uh, cup noodles? <gasps> yes. Okay. I always order the cup noodles. Um in between the, the their two meals and sometimes <laughs> even twice for some reason the, their cup noodles just taste so good i'm pretty sure it's like the regular chicken one it's like the basic chicken one um and it comes with 
the like dried vegetable packets and whatever and they also make it for you too like in the back and then they bring it to you um and then mm. yeah they bring it to you like right after they put the water in so you can pick like when you want to eat it but that's also so mm. good and it's like a snack too so you can order as many of those as you want oh wow yeah but i've only ordered twice like twice in one time one flight yeah you, you i don't think you'd be eating seven cup noodles on a 10-hour flight <laughs> i know yeah that would probably be really bad for my digestive system <laughs> oh, speaking of cup noodles, I know my dad really likes the Cathay Pacific cup noodles, and he likes ordering them as a snack as well. Mm. Yeah, but I haven't uh, flown Cathay enough for long haul flights, so I've never tried their cup noodles. But if I get to, I'll try it. Oh my gosh! Okay, and also one time I was in the um, like the airport lounge, and so the airport lounge they have they already have different dishes and like hot meals and stuff. But then the lounge I was at, they ha I saw cup noodles <laughs> at the lounge. And then, so I, I tried it out. So I was like, oh my god, they have cup noodles here. So, but the thing is, like, you you paid so much to be in a lounge. Or it, you paid f enough for a ticket that got you into a lounge. Mm -hmm. Then why would you eat cup noodles? So my mom was looking at me really weirdly because she was like, what are you doing? <gasps> oh my god. But I was super young back then. So I just found it pretty, really funny. Wait, that just reminded me, in the lounges... I always like to eat the potatoes. Like, they always have the best mashed potatoes. And my mom was also, like, weirded out that I like the mashed potatoes so much. And the mac and cheese. Because she was like, those are literally the most unhealthy things you can eat. And it's not like they don't have other options. Like, they have fruit, like, really good fruit and stuff. But all I wanted to mm -hmm. eat was mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. And also, um, so with Korean Air, they have, of course, Korean food with their bibimbap. But then with Ana Airlines, so ANA, which is a Japanese airline, they have soba noodles. Those are also super good. Oh, Wait, so good. what? They're like buckwheat noodles. The, is it the brown ones? Are those soba? Yes, the brown ones. Oh, yep. You're making me hungry. <laughs> I would say, um, out of all the airlines that I've that I've flown, I would say Singapore Airlines has the best all-round entertainment that that I like the most mm -hmm. because they have not just like the main blockbuster movies, but they also have a lot of uh, movies and TV shows from different countries as well, and they also have a lot of like a huge. It, it was like super surprising because then I I looked on Cathay and also on Anna Airlines that and also Korean. No, I don't remember Korean Airlines, but then Anna Airlines and uh, what else? And Cathay they didn't have a lot of K-pop, mm -hmm. but then Singapore surprisingly Singapore Airlines had like one of the the most recent and popular K-pop, mm -hmm. and also even some of the old school K-pop and even Korean variety shows. Like wow, variety shows they had. Back then, 101 was super popular and new, so they even had 101. <gasps> wow. And I will say that I agree with Ellie when it comes to um, certain airlines' lack of Korean entertainment. Because when I first got into like, K-pop and stuff, I really, I really liked BTS, Blackpink. And then I was on the ride, I think I was going to Hong Kong at this time, um, on Cathay Pacific. And then I started looking up the catalog for like just the Korean things and all they really had was more of the old school um like SNSD I think I saw Big Bang but like the very 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 old albums um and I think I saw, also saw Kara and just like very first generation K-pop and it was surprising to me that they didn't have as many um K-pop things as they did for example like American or British or like Asian blockbuster mm -hmm. movies and I will say that that was like two years ago, so I don't know if they've changed or up updated their like in-flight catalog for entertainment um, since then. But um, when I went, I think maybe it could it could have been like three years ago now. But yeah, I will say three years ago it was it was not very um, well 
well adapted for my tastes but then again maybe i have a niche taste for like third gen k-pop and before i traveled by myself i was always with family and my first flight all by myself from like booking the ticket step to like taking a it wasn't an uber it was like my mom's family friends like driving business um like he sent a driver to like pick me up from the airport to drop me off at home and then my mom paid him too but like because she didn't trust me to go in to find an uber and like just go into the, like a stranger person's car to come home so um she arranged that but um from booking the ticket to like getting into the driver person's car like that was the first trip that I had ever taken my first like airplane flight that I had ever taken by myself it, i don't count it as a trip because i didn't do anything i just came home but it was right after the colleges closed down because of covid so they sent all of us home and then i booked a super last minute flight because i didn't want to pay for hotel right i didn't want to pay for hotel so i booked like a super last minute flight in two days um to come back to la and then um i booked it paid for it and i ubered to the airport from the dorms um, with like one suitcase and a carry-on and i was gonna leave my stuff like i have this one bear that i carried from la to there so i was gonna leave the bear there but i was kind of like sentimental and i was like oh maybe i won't i won't be back for a while so i took the bear like um it wouldn't fit into my backpack or my um suitcase so I just carried it um with me on the flight I washed it of course when I came home but yeah I carried it with me on the flight and one of the things that was most vivid to me that I can remember super well is the fact that I was wearing a mask because my okay this this was because my mom told me to um but at that time nobody wore masks um like this was like in early March or no mid-March nobody wore masks so I got really 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 weird looks from like people at the airport that were just like looking at me like why is she wearing a mask and I will mm -hmm. say that when I got onto the plane, it was super empty. Like I had one row to myself. So um, yeah. I literally like took up the armrest thingy and rested my feet there during the flight. This was like during the flight. Oh, wow. But yeah, yeah okay. I like, rested my feet yeah. there and I paid, like this was economy class. Like I paid for one seat, but because I had like the window aisle, like I, I think I had the middle or the one, the window seat. It, it felt like I paid for three seats because I could just stretch out on the whole row. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I didn't feel cramped. And I will say, because of all the weird looks I got, especially, especially from the freaking flight attendants, like um, Delta Airlines, you need to retrain your flight attendants because like, I didn't even get that many weird looks from the other passengers. It was just flight attendants. Every time they asked me for if I wanted water or a towel or, or like whatever, they would just like take a second look at my mask. And I was just like, oh my gosh, let me be and get me wow. a water, please. I'm just kidding. I didn't <laughs> say things like that. I was very, very nice to, to them because I was also scared. Like I was... Because there was nobody else. So I was like, okay, I'd better be nice to everybody. So I'm not, you know, doing myself a disfavor. But yeah. Wait, did the flight attendants not wear masks either? I, I well, can't remember. I honestly, I cannot remember, but it wasn't required of them to wear masks. And it also wasn't required of the passengers to be wearing masks on the plane. So like, I think this was before all the mm -hmm. restrictions came in. So honestly, I can't remember if she wore a mask or not. All I remember is that she gave me attitude for wearing a mask. Well, for my flight back to SoCal, there were only 16 passengers. Oh so, of course, um, we all had our, like, a row to ourselves. And from what I remember, I think everyone on that flight was wearing a mask, including the staff. And I remember it was 16 passengers because the flight attendant who was reading off, like, the safety instructions, he said he addressed us as all 16 of you. And he said that twice because there were only 16 of us in, that, in a pretty big plane. And um, also, while when since i was flying out of oakland airport 
um, once the flight was, the plane was flying over the, the Bay Area and also the port of, of Oakland, I looked out the window and I saw a cruise ship. And so I took a picture of it and I zoomed in closer and it was actually the Grand Princess cruise ship. Oh, wait, what is that? So for background, background context, the Grand Princess, which is uh, one of the, one of the ships from the Princess Cruise Line. So during the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, there were, um, I think someone tested positive on the ship. And then eventually after, I think also someone died from that. So preliminary testing showed that there were 21 positive cases on the ship. And after the ship docked in Oakland back in, I think March, March 9th, 2020, uh, like the 3000 passengers and people on the ship, they had to go through under quarantine. Mm -hmm. And later on, they found out that at least 122 people on the Grand Princess tested positive, and in the end, seven people died because of COVID. What? Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's that ship. I, I saw the picture of it. I was like, oh my gosh. And also on that flight, so I took a picture of how little people there were on that flight. And also I saw someone else in the two rows over, he was also taking a picture of the back of the plane because no one was there. <laughs> Oh, I and remember. it was like a very interesting sight to see. Um, I remember I, I also I took a picture of the plane for my mom um, just to show her how empty it was. Like I stood up and I took a picture yeah. of the like the because I was like in the back row. Like, OK, I will say for some reason, yeah. um, like I just didn't get very good seats, even though there were so many empty seats. For some reason, they just gave me a like random seat. But yeah, um, I was like in the back. So I just took a picture of the whole like part of the economy class from the back and it was so empty. Now that we've talked a lot about airplanes and airports, are there any road trip experiences that you have had that make you excited for road tripping again once the restrictions are lifted? Hmm. I actually haven't had a lot of road trip experience because I really just take flights or go international. But then the only road trips that I can remember is probably to Vegas. Oh, wait, never mind. No, no, no. Okay. So first of all, the first one is that can, that I've, it's pretty common is Las Vegas. And also the next one is my family and I flew to Seattle and then we rented a car, a super, oh my God, it's so small. It was like a, like a really small car. It was like so cute, but it was so uncomfortable to sit in. And so we drove from Seattle to Vancouver. That was like about two hours or so, but it was really pretty because it was snow. It was like during Christmas time and all the trees were covered in snow and it was just like, oh, it's so pretty, but it's also pretty cold. But the car though, it was just like, ah. It's so irritating it's so small and it's so uncomfortable and it's like the the seats are like super super firm and whenever there's a bump like you're just oh it's yeah. not comfortable to sit in like your tailbone just bumps yeah, up about, huh yeah yeah <laughs> um okay how about you i think i think i was i have i have had my fair share of road trips to vegas even though i don't know what we did in vegas we went to like Cirque. <laughs> what's that place circus 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 like where you had like the rides Right? That's a place. Yeah, yeah I went yeah, to Circus Circus. And then, um, yeah, I don't even remember. I can't even remember what we did, but I just remember all these like long road trips to Vegas. And then um, it was like us and like um, sort of our more extended like family friends. So what they did or, or what they used to do is that they put all us kids in one car and had like a quote responsible adult drive it. So it was like me and my brother, mm -hmm. um, like two kids that were like five years younger than us. And then there was one person that was like, three years older than me and then there was like the parent driver and then like we would just get really really loud in the back but then like the person <laughs> driving didn't really care like he was just like happy the, to like drive and then they and then we would like play games oh we play i see or no, no not i see i spy and we would talk about cars oh, I spy. yeah and nice. it was really yeah and it was really 
fun for a while because you know when you're on the road to Vegas and then like all the cars are basically like stopped in the middle of the highway. Like I'm pretty sure a person yeah. could like walk outside, like get out of their car and start running to Vegas and get there faster than like all of us cars <laughs> sitting there. Because sometimes it's so congested that you literally sit in traffic for like two hours and there's like one oh, mile of movement that. for two hours. I'm not and I'm not exaggerating either. Yeah, I can I can imagine traffic, especially during like the long weekends. Oh long weekends, um, Christmas, New Year's. I don't even, I can't think of it if Thanksgiving is part of it is part of the rush or like um spring break weeks. Like it's just so mm, bad. Yeah. But yeah, on okay, I will say that the road trip that the road trips that I've been on, the car ride is fun is more fun than the actual trip to the destination. Oh wow! I don't know. Wait, wait, like the trip in your like at your destination? Like. I'm when when I hear that we're going going on a road trip, I'm more excited for the road trip itself, like the car ride, than I am for like mm-hmm. the destination. Sometimes, because sometimes we're going to like lame oh, wow. destinations, like Vegas. Like, what can I do in Vegas when I like I was literally in middle school when you're yeah. a kid? Except for okay. maybe like circus, circus is fun when you're with everybody, mm-hmm. and um, all the buffets are good. I guess like all the food is good. Mm-hmm. And I guess shopping was good, but at the same time, I wasn't very into shopping when I was younger. So, yeah. And part of what made those, like, car rides good was all the snacks. Because we would stop at... Oh, yeah, when we were little, we had to go to the restroom a lot. So we would stop at a lot of gas stations. Not a lot, but, like, we would stop at, like, at least three or four gas stations. What are some snacks that you really like? Oh, my gosh, gas station snacks. They're, like, the best. I like the, you know, the Airheads um, Sour Rainbow Strip Thingies? Uh, yes, I think I've seen them. Oh, have you, wait, have you tried them? I've tried Airheads, but... I'm not sure if it's that exact kind. Oh. Well, the... Yeah. But I, I know what they're yeah, like. Yeah, the though. rainbow strips are so good. And, like, for some reason, the Welch's fruit snacks, but you can't get the original. You can't get the blue packaging. You have to get the apple orchid melody, I think it's called, or the tropical one. Because the <laughs> tropical one, it's got, like, ki- wow. it has kiwi, and I think it has, like, peach kiwi, and, like, a bunch of different, like, 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 exotic, like, quote, exotic fruit flavors in it. And also the apple, it has like a mm-hmm. bunch of, I really like apple flavored gummies. So it has a bunch of like different apple flavored things in it. And it's so good. Mm. And also core nuts. They're so good. Like the, I like the yellow yes. packaging one, the chili. I think it's like chili lime or chili lemon or something like that. But it's so good. Mm. And I remember in ninth grade, our English teacher didn't allow. So she allowed us to eat in class. But the only thing that we couldn't eat were like super pungent smelling foods. So for example, like don't eat your whole meal mm-hmm. in class and no corn nuts. She had a thing about Wait, corn what's nuts. wrong? They don't even smell. Wait, maybe they, no, they don't smell. Well, I think they really do. They're loud. They do, but then not. Oh yeah, probably. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah. go ahead. Like they don't, I don't know. Do they smell? I, mm, it's probably the flavoring It is. Maybe it's not as strong as other foods, but it's probably the noise that they make. Mm. That Maybe that's why she doesn't want us to eat that. Well, probably, class. probably. Yeah. Oh, the corners are so good, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I sound like I'm an ad for a lot of these snacks, but I promise you I'm not. It's just that they're really good. Okay, what else? What other, what other snacks do you like? Oh, hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. For some reason, hot Cheetos taste better on in a car than like say if you're eating them at home hot cheetos taste better and one trick to not get cheeto fingers is get like a pair of chopsticks Chopsticks. like they can be like the super cheap ones from like chinese takeout get a pair of chopsticks and eat your hot cheetos like that i promise you it's so good and also takis if you can find them like takis and then go to like chipotle or whatever and get yourself like a can not can like a cup of the whipped cream takis and whipped cream so good not whipped cream, sorry, sour cream. Whipped sour cream? cream. Go to, go to Chipotle like, okay, and get like, yourself what? a cup of sour cream, not whipped cream. 
I'm sorry, sour cream. Sour I was like, I was like, so I was like, what, what kind of Chipotle are you going to to get no, whipped cream? No, I mean sour cream. That's what I meant. Go to Chipotle, get yourself a sour cream little thing. It's so good. Mm. And also, um, you can get this at Ralph's. It doesn't have to be at a gas station. But Snyder's of Hanover, they have um these mustard pretzels. Those are also really, really good. But the pretzels are super hard. Like they're like. Um, little rocks, but they're like good flavored rocks, like savory mustard flavored rocks. <laughs> but they're okay. really good. Like they're crunchy. If you like crunchy things, if you like corn nuts, I highly recommend um, Snyder's of Hanover mustard pretzels. Again, this sounds like an ad, but it's not. And um, for car sickness, if you if um you know you're prone to car sickness, when we were little kids, like my mom used to tell me, like the the trick is to look at the horizon. So like I guess like your ear fluids or whatever can like balance, I guess, or like that you know where you're going, so your mind doesn't like freak out that you're like moving but not moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. So one time, uh, I was, uh, my family and I were going to what was it Yosemite, some kind of national park, and so it was like a, the way up. It they have a lot of turns, twists, like turns. Twists and turns going up the hill and also going down. So on the way down, I got, I rarely get car sick, but I was like, oh my gosh, it keeps on turning. Ah, another turn, another turn. We kept on turning like over and over the the road, not turn, like, it's, it's like a curve. How do you explain it? It's a curve. The curve? Like the... It's a very wavy, curvy road. Um, meandering road? Yes, it's a meandering road. Yes, yes, it's a, yeah, yeah, a meandering road. It's a winding road. It's not, yeah. That's all. And then so I just got really car sick. And even if I tried looking out, because we kept on turning like around the curves, it was very hard to focus on one point. And another thing that my mom always tried to have is like a can, not a can, like a, what's it called? Hydro flask type of gin, like warm ginger thermal, water. Yeah, thermal thermal, yeah, 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 a thermal flask, like an unbranded um, hydro flask of like warm ginger water. And apparently that's supposed to help with car sickness. I tried not to get car sick, so I don't have to drink it um, because I don't like the taste of ginger water. Like it's spicy, it doesn't taste good. It's just gross. And also sniffing orange peels, like it, I guess it like it energizes you and it like helps you like clear out some of like the fuzziness that gives you car sickness. So that works. And I will say, yeah, the orange peel trick works because I would always sniff the orange peel and that helped me avoid having to drink ginger water. Okay, for I think for me, orange peel is so whenever someone... I remember when I was younger on the school bus and someone would peel oranges and I would smell it. I would get nauseous from that. Oh, hmm. weird, but yeah. So I don't like it when someone peels an orange in a view in a, in a moving vehicle because it's like, no, just don't. Oh, wait, I get that though. Um, I guess different smells can have different effects on people. Oh, I almost forgot to talk about this, but the best thing to drink, like when it's really, really hot in the summer and you're in like a road trip is a cold white Gatorade. I think it's called the white cherry Gatorade, but a cold white Gatorade is so good. And you can wash down your, like, what's it called? Um, like, after eating, yeah, your pretzels, pretzels and Cheetos exactly. or whatever. White cherry Gatorade, it's so good. And for some reason, it tastes better than um, the blue one, which is what I really like. I like the blue one for, like, normal and not road trip times. But during road trips, for some reason, the taste of white cherry Gatorade that is just so good or maybe it's white cherry power rate it's one of those like white it's it's called white cherry though like the flavor it's called it's called white cherry oh i forgot to tell you you might have to edit this and put it in the front but once i left my laptop okay. at a relative's house in hong kong and then like this was like back to school time so i panicked i told my mom that i left my um laptop at their house but thankfully i had this like 
family friend that was also flying from Hong Kong to here, but she was gonna do it the week after us. So my mom called her from like America. And then she brought, she went to like my relative's house and brought the laptop from there and carried it with her to the States. And when she gave it to me, I was so happy. I was like, yay, I have my laptop again. Because I literally, I packed the charger and everything, but I just forgot the laptop. Like when I got here, I was like, wait a second. Oh my gosh. I'm missing something. Cause I was, cause I wanted to check, I think, Oh, I think I was registering for school. I think that's what was going on. But yeah, that was terrible. And that has been basically Gen Z and our travel experiences. And we hope you will have many more opportunities in the future to go travel and have fun. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.